Welcome to Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Ed Piscor. I'm Jim Rugg. Before we get into the video, got to let you guys know that we have a Patreon for the Cartoonist Kayfabe channel for everybody who's been asking about how they could directly support the channel. We have three different levels of uh, support available right at this very minute. And depending on your level of support, you're getting videos before anybody else. So amazing way to uh, completely mitigate that kayfabe effect. You support us at the highest level. You're getting all the videos uh, produced as we upload them, but you also have access to the live stream that we're doing uh, during the uh, recording sessions. Um, you've seen some of those before publicly. We've, we've kept those to our major supporters, and it's going to help our, us grow the channel in terms of production, in terms of things that we can do and accomplish with the channel. Also, uh, the videos are brought to you by the books that we make. So take a look at your screen right now. This is the bibliography of stuff that we have out there in the wild right now. Red Room is a comic that's my main focus at this point. Have two trade paperbacks, Trigger Warnings, Anti-Social Network, WYSIWYG, Hip Hop Family Tree, and X-Men Grand Design. Jimmy had that fantastic uh, Kickstarter for Octobriana. Um, Street Angel is uh, his near and dear uh, comics uh, property. Plain Janes and Hulk Grand Design is uh, forthcoming in a treasury edition format. So uh, without any further ado, Jimmy, I gotta, I gotta talk to you about the greatest comic convention I've ever been to. Uh, and I can't imagine any other festival doing any better than this festival I went to in Tokyo called Komitia. Uh, it is a independent doujinshi festival we talked about that during the uh, Ninja Turtles Dojinchi episode. Uh, Dojinchi is basically self-published. Uh, Dojin means uh, same or like-minded. So the idea is that you're making like a fan publication for other like-minded people. This is the smaller festival in uh, Japan that handles Dojinchi uh, because this is only original stuff. The bigger festival is called Kamiket, and it's almost all... Uh, kind of bootleg comics from licensed properties. That one gets about 700,000 people per year and, and happens two times a year in Tokyo. This is the smaller cousin that only gets 25,000 people showing up on one day uh, to, uh, to, to participate between the people behind the tables and the people who uh, are, are participating to, to like read the doujinshi. And uh, we're, I bought comics, but there will be sections in the festival where it would be like doujinshi of like billboards and just photographs of billboards like there was one where it was um there's a famous dentist who's on a million billboards in tokyo and somebody like went out and took photos at every location of every billboard and just made a book wow yeah so like doujinshi exists for every piece of fandom and it doesn't have to be comics um that's fascinating there's also a, a doujin, doujinshi concept of taking uh, orphaned properties that uh, have never got a tanko bond format and people making bootleg trade paperbacks because that's the only way you'll ever get it the, the, some of the dudes i was with they were on the hunt for this like mahjong manga from the 70s that never got a paperback treatment and they found like the doujinshi guy who like really made, cool. made the the bootleg trade paperbacks we talked about it on an akira episode where like that's how akira collections start yeah because they didn't want to make them the size of tomo wanted them the fans made the bootleg and it won an award yes that's amazing jimmy this is our layout for our festival man and this is a this will be a good guide 
25,000 people, man, you know, like I've, I'm running through my head of, of what size show that is. I think that TCAF across two days gets about 30,000, 25 to 30,000, but that's a two-day show. And we've been there whenever it is standing room only in a yeah. pretty big facility. And I think, I'm not sure the numbers on Heroes, but I feel like that's a 25, 30,000 yeah. uh, number show. So big shows. Yes. So of course you're going to have a, a big, the map size doesn't surprise me because that's a lot of people. Yeah. It's several times the size of the city I grew up in. It's, it's the entire uh, bottom part of the Tokyo big site. And you go up an escalator and there's a whole nother section. See, so like you get in here and you, do, you handle the flow. Uh, you go up to the second floor this way. So if you follow the natural flow, this is where the hentai is. So like, that's a wasteland if you're not there early to like pick up your porn comics. Like those guys sell out in two seconds. That's so bizarre. So it was very Byzantine trying to figure out how to get to this joint and how, how the whole process works. Uh, because it, 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 is, it is a free show, but you have to buy the $15 book. And that's a smart gimmick. It, it it's smarter than you think, because you could get this book. You could get this book around town, but it, it might sell out at stores and stuff. So then you could buy it on hand. And the thing that's the most smart about it is that attached to this piece right here, you see the perforation. You put all your personal information, your, your email address, your phone number, your name, all that stuff, and you rip it off. And you give it to somebody so now that shit is going on a mailing list so that's the genius part where they're just accumulating this giant fucking mailing list of names that you're paying for that you're paying for <laughs> you're paying to be on that their is, mailing list smart, yeah. fucking super genius right so then you so i needed people to walk me through this whole process man and uh you get through you do your covid check you do all that bullshit you get your wristband and now you're spit out into the festival the main concourse, and we'll just look through this stuff. The main concourse, which would be, you know, like this area. Mm -hmm. You have your doujinshi uh, printers, the, the the factories that that publish doujinshi, that 24-7, uh, they're just running off doujinshi. We just told you the numbers, so you can imagine it's a very, very big culture of comics making. Their presses 24-7 are running, just making doujinshis. They, there's maybe four big printers, and they all have a big sample section where you can just go through all the books that they make and the different kinds of papers, cover stocks, print technologies that are possible. Uh, Brian Moss's girl bought this doujinshi that was in the shape of a fucking coffin. Die cuts and everything cost like 200 yen, which is le less than $2, probably a buck and a quarter. Mm the shit cost. Uh, so, so they're out there in the main concourse where like these, do, these cartoonists can come out and make deals and, and see who publishes the best looking stuff for the format that, they, that they're interested in. The leader is out there, has a booth showing off all of their, you could go buy screen tones. You could go buy markers. You could go buy paper to draw your next manga. Uh, Clip Studio is set up out there. Copic is set up out there. Uh, all of these uh, businesses that are set up to help facilitate comics making. Those people that make those um, those uh, pose books and shit mm -hmm. have a thing set up there uh, to hook you up. So you're seeing that to start before you even hop in. 
now you hop into the joint you start off like around here like this would probably be where all the uh, deleter shit and all that kind of stuff is you start out over here and what this whole piece is over here this like number two section it's every major publisher is represented in like a block and every major magazine that they publish is there's an editor for every single one of the major magazines uh, set up in their own little booth taking on all comers looking at portfolios wow. from every publisher from every magazine so Kodansha, Shugakin, Shueisha they have their own sections and then there's like the smaller publishers that are set up taking on all comers all right let me pause you here that is amazing all of that is amazing amazing because I'm assuming that all the suppliers part of how you pay for an event like this you mm -hmm. know like those are almost like sponsors having all of your publishers represented and looking at talent that's a publishing industry that yes. is what we do not really have at least not in an organized way here in America you know like this is this is a competitive industry that is hungry for that next talent because yeah. guess what that's how we stay on top or that's how we get on top yes and it's a totally different attitude here. Yeah, yeah, it's so like we, we could have, but we could have this. This this could exist. It's totally possible. Uh, the interesting thing was, there wasn't the hugest lines for um, portfolio submissions. Everybody was busy, but so many of the kids were just behind their table hustling. I've heard from uh, about dojinshi uh, artists. I don't know if they have a name, um, but that many of them. It is a side thing. Yeah, it's, it's not aspirational to be professional, right? It's fun. It's a hobby. It's a passionate thing, but not necessarily a thing where it's like this is my stepping stone to having a uh, a regular being a full time magica. And I, I think there's a lot of um, that's something that is, you know, I know so many artists here in America where it's like that may not be the way I make money, and sometimes it's by choice. Right. You know, like that's a thing that means a lot to me, and I want to participate, but I'm not chasing. I don't need to go meet with that editor because that's not actually what I want. I got I got the impression that the people who went to the uh, that section came there for that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So see, here's just some examples, man. You got Clip Clip Studio Paint. You got the mm -hmm. leader. You got all these businesses, 30 different businesses set up for for just your your needs. Uh, for, when it comes to, to, to drawing, mm -hmm. you know, supplies and stuff. Uh, so the publisher thing is just amazing. Now you're spit out into, see, here's all the different publishers and how they, like, they have this thing set up, you know, like a little plexiglass and they're checking, they're checking your submissions from, from all the, like Shonen Jump editors are there. Um, hundred bucks a table. It's uh, it's a part of a lottery. So we go out there ne next year. We could participate in that mm -hmm. kind of raffle, and I think we we might know the the people that might be able to goose some stuff. This is this is your these are your uh, people who have the tables, and everybody gets a little square in here uh, as like a little biographical piece. But uh, it's real possible that we'll be able to to set up here. I know I know that Philip Tan um, set set up at like at, at Dojinchi festivals and things. So you got your floor, you got your different sections and then subsections. So it's like, you know, the A, B, C, and then like a, table A, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. So here's all your doujinshi creators. Um, you'll notice like a lot of sameness. First off, everybody completely professional. There's not like one kind of amateurish piece of work that, that I saw there. Because mm -hmm. I think the competitive thing about the raffle is like, we're not going to let dog shit in here. That said, there's a lot of... Uh, house style 
I would say, where it's just like a very clear thing. And uh, so much, like, I think there might be a function in Clip Studio. I think this exists in Procreate where um, for perfect symmetry. So like you draw half a face sure. and then the other half gets drawn on the other side. There's so much of that kind of like uncanny perfection kind of art. That We're not going to see less of that anytime soon. Left me cold. Yeah. Left me cold. Uh, so on top of the conversation, I'm going to show off my haul. And I, I picked up firmly everything I think that was there that was a little wild, a little interesting, that I felt comfortable bringing back. Right. Because they have very loose rules out there in Japan about stuff. Are these mostly, would you say these are mostly like covers of their, of their books? Um, Cause that'd be I really don't think cool. so. Yeah, I don't think so. I think that's just like, you get to upload a money Piece shot of, of your character. Okay. Uh, Cause one thing that they have figured out is the cover gets a lot of work put into it. Uh, and the interiors are often lacking um, when it comes to the covers. So, so you, you put your money down. I imagine you have to check a lot of boxes to uh, when you submit to participate because they had every section kind of cordoned off kind of by genre. That's what I was going to ask next is yeah. how that, those sections are set up. That makes a lot, I think that makes a lot of sense. Although that would also damage me. You know, like I would be like four tables into the action section or whatever, where I'm just like eyes glazing over. Um, but it makes so much sense. I think from a user perspective, right? Yeah. Like think about these conventions organizers, think about them for the for the, the, the person that's coming in off the street that's buying the $15 guide to get in. Yeah. Um, what's the best experience? Right. And yeah, if, if you're there because you love cat comics, put them somewhere that I can see them all. It's true. So there would be like, certainly the boys love section mm -hmm. is still the hugest. Uh, you're kind of off to the side or whatever. Um, but you will come into a vein of like, period comics where that's you know feudal japan or or edo tokyo everyday life or something and those should like be that. organized chronologically <laughs> by the period <laughs> there was uh travelogues uh oh, schoolgirl nice. stuff um obviously you have your hentai gimmicks man um i'd say 90 percent, maybe 85 90 percent of the creators female interesting almost all girls i every everything i bought from somebody was from a lady with the exception of one thing no two things were, were from dudes because they drew some fucking tough gnarly shit but uh also like <laughs> it would be like this might be a girl who made that yeah. like like all these like super big titty things that you know people would cry about here I, it's I heard, chicks making that shit. Yeah, you know what? I, I saw comments on like the uh, Turtles Dajinshi stuff and it was basically implying that the readership is gay males and and uh demented or deranged or you know what i mean and it's like that's really not it yeah like that's not at all who's reading this stuff it's, it's made by it's chicks us for, jumping for to conclusions chicks. but not accurate you yeah know? No. so yeah it's hard to judge the uh that part i think i saw somebody said said something about like we use the word perverted in it and they tried to spin it like we were being homophobic and i'm like the turtles are brothers bro like if that ain't perverted to you yeah. i want the fbi to go into your hard drive right now <laughs> Try harder next time. You'll, you'll, you'll catch a slip. We got hours and hours of video. You'll find something that you could like hang your hat on probably and, and make a fuss, but that ain't it. Don't do it when it comes to the incest. Hey, I'm not going to lie. I kind of love these. <laughs> like just seeing like the little thumbnails of all the characters. And you're right. There's a lot of similarity with a yeah. bunch of headshots, but there's little variations here and there. And there's just something about the volume that is kind of incredible to see. Jimmy, it was it was astounding. And and it was all people so excited about the medium of comics. Can't even talk to you about like how, like when it was time to leave, 
and I'm catching trains and I'm seeing all kinds first off everybody's fly everybody has fly gear and looks fresh as fuck but like these like super fly people dudes chicks whatever on the train drinking beers reading their doujinshis man people excited like that with their comics haul I absolutely love it and it's it you don't get it that often you know and it, and it might be at a convention or whatever but that's that I love that kind of energy travel logs was a was a big section and then there would be like um 8-bit type comics I can see and that. then there would be uh doujin video games man hand hand like made by independent person video game section um actual games video yeah straight up like computer wow. games shit that you could play with a controller you know people who program their own games then there would be like and we have this at like you see the spx where there's like a little like row of people selling like weird tchotchkes like weird like bookmarks that have shit glued to them or stuff like there would be that you know like the hand handmade artisanal goods and stuff um there would be that there would be the section where the people are making the bootleg doujinshis of uh of expired comics that that haven't uh you know, seen the light of day in a long, long time. I love to think of that as fandom. And it's so neat whenever somebody does go outside of the box a little bit with their composition or, or some some way to stand out. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, just look at this level of talent, dude. And it's customary. Like, you sell out of your stuff. You you fold your chair. You put it on the tabletop and you just dip. Yep. You just leave, man. So there would be these sections where I would see that. And I'm like, before I knew that, I'm like, they have this many people here, but they couldn't like sell this table or that table. It's like, nah, that dude, they, you know, I, I got off the train and I waited for some friends. Uh, and there were people getting off, like who were going to set up and you bring your pullable luggage on wheels and you fill up your shit with your doji and cheese. Everybody had really tasteful, um, presentation materials in terms of like setting it up on like verticals or horizontals their own beautiful tablecloths and stuff and there's this like real custom of like they like shit clean in japan they they if they buy something they want pristine so there was like at least, there, at least that's one consistent comics fan uh, <laughs> but there would be near mint there would be like the sample copy that you can look I've at seen that set up don't yeah. pick up the pile like if you touch the pile they'll they'll like you just see them get nervous. Dude, it's got to be a 9.5 or don't bother me. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, you know, like, so, so I had to get, I had to figure that part of the culture yeah. out and uh, just had, just had a book, visited every booth. Everybody that was there uh, had a shot. Like, like I, I took a good look at, at their stuff and um, <laughs> you could just see, I, th I think we're in, Firmly in hentai view yeah, now. Yeah, I saw a couple women just <laughs> took me off. <laughs> um, it's a big section, but they cordon that off a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know, it's further further off in the cut. Um, sitting next to me, I do have my haul from out there of some things that we could check out. And what I was interested in, um, handmade. You know, I'm not interested. Like, sell me all you want on the digital stuff. Like, it's too cold for me. I want to see, you know, hand, lines on paper. Um, one one thing I noticed out there, I would say zero sense of history in terms of of their 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 comics language. It's all cutting edge. It's all it's all contemporary. Um, there's not like 
oh, this person is clearly influenced by like uh, um, Umezu or something like that. Like, it's all kind of up to date. That's where that's where you get that sameness of of art style. It's kind of like the kids now who all have Steven Universe or like Adventure Time type style, except multiplied by twenty thousand people. Look, man, we're in the cat section. We are in the cat section. Right? <laughs> Go slow here, Ed. <laughs> Um, you know what's interesting about that? Food manga? Yeah, that's another thing. Oh, that yeah, be like, yeah, There'll yeah. be like a whole section of food. Makes total sense. Um, I, I feel like once we get to this point where you have access to everything, that thing of like aping styles falls away. Right. I mean, you may be aping something, but like I've never seen it or there's a hundred thousand other styles. It's an interesting territory that we're entering. Yeah. Check this out. There are so many sections that they, that it uh, destroyed the the Roman alphabet, and now we're getting into that these kind of sections. And then, you know, you get your big ads for stuff. You know, if you want to be a future Dojin, there's like the guides to fill out that kind of thing. But um, the stuff that I bought. That's amazing. Just just as its own object, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm so so happy to have it. Uh, I bought like all like the wildest stuff that isn't just like the big eyes, symmetrical face, kind of kind of kind of stuff. And and it, it's it's all it's all beautiful in its own way. Uh, this is the one that Jeff Darrow like got such a kick out of. Um, he he didn't realize that it was like you know like a like a tanko bond in a way. He thought it was just like a floppy like like most Ojinchi are. Yeah. Uh, but it's just from what I could tell in my reading, it's just a bunch of like the most embarrassing moments that a schoolgirl could could have of like wind blowing, everybody seeing your panties, <laughs> inopportune blood spots on, on from periods, uh, pining over boys. But you, you could imagine seeing this at an SPX or something. I like the drawing style a lot, especially the, the full color pieces. Yeah. No holding lines. Really like how that looks. And I like that there's a variation where it's not all one stop, one color treatment. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really solid cartoonist. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know, but I think like, I do think that maybe a hundred percent of what I bought are people who are former pros or are on that route. Like these ain't, these ain't hobbyist people like they're like they're really trying to to, to make some stuff uh as evidence like check this out like look at the insanity yeah that's spectacular of this work like you just can't imagine that this is that's your drawer yeah that this is like somebody's just doing it on the weekends like this is somebody who's fucking all in dude hey did you get a sense of um non-japanese people in the audience is this something that attracts a crowd of i don't think so man i, I think i st stood out like a sore thumb there's a koala bear <laughs> and a flower <laughs> bob the angry flower <laughs> but look at the look at the insanity yes that's that's madness yeah. i can see why you pulled pull trigger on this yeah like i like i, okay. I don't think i any of my choices would wow. be denied i mean um yeah that's really impressive. also the full color part of it like you, this might be one of the very few. Jeez. <laughs> What's one Jesus when you could have about 456 of them? Touche. A lot of variety on these pages, too. Yeah, just beautiful, beautiful mark making, beautiful art. I think this might be digital. Mm -hmm. You know, like, like I'm, I'm quite sure it is, but but they, they made it work. 
they made it work, man. Yeah, geez, wow. That that again feels like that that kind of like we've all come out of like SPXs with that book where you're like, I don't know who this is, but <laughs> yeah. holy cow, page after page of just wonder. This one I grabbed before full disclosure before we started. <laughs> a lot of a lot of people. Love it. I, I I met a lot of people out there that had like half finished stuff. It's so cool looking. It's. I never see, you know, just penciled manga. So that's really cool. And I love that it's written yeah. in pencil as well. You know, get your hand lettering. But it's really, there's something to see in it this way. Yeah. Like, this is so close to mini comics that we know, but, you know, obviously different sensibilities and approaches. That they were um, very ashamed that uh, that they didn't have a finished manga at the time. So it was that thing, like David Cho said, where they, like, yeah. bow their head and they're like, oh, like I could not Linger finish on that time. page a second. We've been looking at all kinds of stuff since since you got back. And one of the things I've taken away is there's a certain group of artists or art or style or something that's more attitude than anything mm. else. And to me, this page is it fits in there. You know, like even this panel it fits in there where it's like, there's a handful of artists and we'll be covering more of this going yeah. forward with the channel because I'm real interested in it. But it's almost just a coolness, an attitude that comes off the page and I can't quite define it. Yeah. But I've been seeing it and I've been making notes. You so. know it when you see it. Yeah. And then and then when you show a sample of them, like everybody will know what you're talking about. But yeah, there was several of these where they were like pretty unfinished, but just seeing actual organic pencil in the manga style uh, is pretty breathtaking. Yeah, I'm real impressed by it. it it's, it's, it bums me out when somebody's like down on their own work. Yeah. And especially because I get so much joy out of looking at that. It, this won't be the last time I look at this. Right. And uh, yeah, I, I, I get it. You wanted it to be finished, but man, it's cool to see it like this. This Ooh. is a, this is an old dude making a period piece. And uh, wow. Totally professional. Yeah, 100%. Right? And I, also very different than I expected. Yeah. Um, Wow, that's pretty too. I got this one for some of the cool set pieces. I think there's a bear that gets fought. And, you know, he's talking with my translator dude. And is like, oh, the, the mangaka says that this is part two of the story. I'm like, I can't read it anyhow. Like, there's not a bear getting fought in the other one. So, like, I'll just stick with this one. Some of his drawing stuff I've been admiring as you're flipping. Um, you know, like some of the hatching and like the grays in the background. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> you just slice them down the middle. Gonna wear that motherfucker, dude. Some unfinished stuff for volume three, perhaps. I like that. I like getting a glimpse, you know, behind the, uh, the, the, behind the ink curtain. Yeah, if you're interested, man, here's your guy. And uh, older dude, you know, either, either was an assistant. Um, my translators said that... Uh, Sometimes these people they're pros, but they operate with doujinshi fandom names like like fake fake nom de plumes and stuff. Yeah. Um, that's really cool. Yeah. See, that speaks to me too of a of a healthy industry because like you have that here in pros. You know, right. where writers will be like, I'm gonna go outside the norm, but I don't want to tarnish my my legacy or name or whatever. You know, don't don't want to give the wrong impression because it's something different. A little process zine that was given out at uh, this lady's um, table. Uh, and I think this is her also. Banana Girl Nostalgia. What a name. And she had that, that sort of attitude. Um, this looks see, really nice. Like super big titties, all that kind of stuff, man. And this would be the shit that people would try to cancel dudes over. But these hardcore chicks fucking are all about it. Ooh, I like this one a lot. Yeah. 
knife fighting in a way that really looks like it hurts. <laughs> oh, fingers cut off. You would see these. <laughs> you would see these. The the Get younger Todd kids. Todd McFarlane on the phone. And they would be working at this at the at the tables on on their iPads. Yeah. You know, just like making the, the next round of Doji. Yeah, I believe it. Jeez. Look at that boy. Got grizzled up. Sometimes, like, you turn these pages to full-page spreads or, or two-page spreads or full-page splashes, and they're just breathtaking. That's how you could find her comics right there. So the other thing that I'm saying is, like, this is our future. Yes. We see it in the mail. Like, oh, we'll totally. see stuff show up where it's, like, it's self-produced, it's unique, it's a different style. Yeah. And... I mean, like, it's just a matter of, like, connect this to the audience. Have these, have a convention where this stuff is really put together. And if this is what you want, you can come and find it. And sell that convention so you get your 25,000 people there. That's it, man. How cool is this, huh? This is a, this was a pretty old lady, like, with gray hair and stuff. I was feeling an old lady vibe. Yeah. I, I wish I would have said it before you did, because it feels that way. There's a gentleness to it. There's an episode of Man Ben that reminds me a little bit of this. I know what you mean. Yeah, but uh, this I think this is a travel log. You know, yeah. she's she's a retired lady doing some traveling, Beautiful. and uh, is you know keep keeping journaling it. This is gonna sound weird. I have I see similarities with Fort Thunder. You know, totally. the lack of the panel border, kind of the the fullness of it. Yeah. Yeah. No, even I totally the journey get it. feels like part of it. You know, where it's like every piece is is covered. Yeah, it's interesting too. All pencil. I look, like seeing the color. Looks too. like she's using a little bit of a like color pencil or crayon even. Mm -hmm. This is so much different than I expected from that cover. I wasn't sure what was going to be in here, and I'm delighted. The, Boy, the two-page spreads there. Like, how nice is that? Look at that on beautiful screen. food. You know, really, uh, really great stuff. That's a cool pickup. Yeah, yeah, this is probably, like, I saved it for last, you know, because it was the thing that I just have it's been going so back to the, than I expected. the most. And when you were describing genres and one of them was travel logs, it kind of piqued my curiosity. And what an interesting package to think of next to, like, the knife fight we just witnessed. Right. You know, that these are housed in the same convention. Very cool. Oh, yeah, you know what? Oh, does she have a knife, knife fight? I didn't, I didn't save it for last. Like, <laughs> uh, this, this is actually the most mind-blowing shit to me. You know what's cool again, right off the bat? I've seen these kinds of production pieces. Sure, we you made know, like this we kind can, of thing. We can do this. I've, we've done it. And you can do it cheap if you're at home and you're an aspiring creator. Like, you can make these. 100 yen a piece this guy wanted. And it was, at the time, it was about 145 yen to $1. So it's 75 cent comics. And watch what you see inside this shit. Like, this guy literally just wants to put the work out to, into the world. Mm -hmm. He wants people to grab it, you know? But I love that off-white paper, too. It's so fucking dope. Wow. He's so hard, man. Like, look at that. Yeah, it's... it's Wicked. Awesome drawing. Wicked stuff. What was this guy like? Young, old? He, I th he was younger. Like, he was probably younger than me. But, Some energy there. But in his 30s, maybe. Mm -hmm. And But he was, like, not aloof, but he was, like... Everybody was so kind of at their tables, and that guy was like always, always missing. Like, like I had to, I had to keep coming by to like try to catch him. I think he's just buying comics or hanging out. Yeah, it has that energy. You know, like this is something that man, if this dude came and exhibited at SPX, you know, how books will buzz. Oh yeah. I feel like this would be a book that would buzz around that show, and by the end, but, but you know, this is the book you try to pick up before the show closes or he sells out. Exactly. 
like his attention to um like the word balloon outlines he's done i've seen three or four techniques around them right you know like this kind of look at that right there yeah, that's, that's really <laughs> cool <laughs> that's great but you know like the little attention to detail is really fun yeah again looks like a guy who you say that some of these people aren't studying history or whatever i feel like this dude's looking at everything he can totally Ooh, oh man and if you know the language, maybe you could uh, glean some contact information from that. It also wouldn't surprise me if he has a, uh, a day job or is an assistant or something. Because otherwise, like, you look at the energy on those pages, I would expect, like, a thousand-page book coming out of him. Yeah. And I bet something's keeping him from that time. That's, uh, that's what's... My... Like, that's late-night drawing, in my, in my guess. And, and very good drawing. That's my, my... My guy said that they think that he's a pro. Yeah, that, that would make sense to An me. assistant or something like that, man. Um, but there it is, dude. A very small haul but a very powerful haul uh there were there were regrets there was there was um there were, there was one book that uh, i've been thinking about since and it was just too expensive and too unwieldy at the time because i had other shit with me and just couldn't carry too much um she made it was like a bestiary book and all the monsters were kind of kaiju based on sushi so it would like for color schemes and stuff yeah. so it would be a monster and it would look like a monster but you could tell that like the sh orange and white stripes it's like salmon yeah. and the all the monsters would have like a little white undercarriage with like fur like where the rice is you know what i'm saying and it, it was just such stunning concept art but i left i i i've been thinking about it since and i left it and i didn't get it and i'll be thinking about it the rest of my life you know, because I'll never see her again. It would be like, you know, the little scallions and shit, or like still salmon row, like the little like. Then it would be like a red orbed necklace on something, or you know what I'm saying. It was so fucking sick, but I left it. And there were um, stuff of this ilk drawn at this level, but um, just like. There might be somebody flat chested too much like a, like a, like it would be like have porn elements in it have sex in it and like the character's too flat chested for me to feel comfortable bringing that through customs you know it could be a adult i don't know um there were no less than three ladies who made cannibal manga about like eating your boyfriend i'm mad at you for not bringing one of those back they were that all, sounds amazing <laughs> they, like it was like it was like like what is that even about it was like middle school looking chicks like like Wild. they didn't get bought for a reason you know mm -hmm. and it's just like the sexual component with the kind of like nubile young look scared the fuck out of me to, to touch sure. it for too long um so there was that like the like the the the, the best of them was uh it was amp an amputee porn comic and the drawing was so sensitive like in terms of the figure drawing but then it's perverted with all the amputations and the scars but there's like fucking happening and the rules in japan are just so ridiculous so like you have to censor sex but like the censorship bar is like <laughs> the tiniest little square on the dick hole you know what i'm saying and like that's enough to like skate so by weird. it's yeah it's just like you can't see the dick hole but you could see the fucking veins on the side and like all that kind of stuff can you see did you see any original art did anybody have any of that nothing. like kind of like nothing hey, man see behind the scenes or preview nothing there there were plenty of um doujinshi that were like um 
pinups, like concept art and just like character drawings and stuff. I can see that stuff. being popular. But I didn't see one original piece of art there the whole time. No piles of art, nothing. And I think this hall represents the bulk of the stuff that isn't done on a digital platform, be it Procreate, Clip Studio, or some other, you know, just drawing straight into Photoshop. Um, anyhow, man, Tokyo Big Site, Comitia, 25,000 in attendance for what basically is like an SPX, but with the help and support of every major... Oh, dude, here's another one. There's, there was a section there where it was all these royalty-free photo reference things. So it could be like this one book is a school like this one booth will be interiors and it'll be just like the interiors of every important like convenience stores malls escalators subways subway stations like that's that booth then another one would be pose books of just people in any number of poses one person two person couples male couples female couples like engaged in you know a book with a thousand poses in it um all kinds of bridges cars from every angle it'll be like here's a car and then you know 16 different angles of that one car yeah uh, that you could just i wonder if that company's doomed like it's, if it's not a company mind. oh these are independent people who are doing post book doujinshis oh i see yeah that's fascinating too. yeah i've seen a couple of books like one of my regrets was um it, it was an animator i can't remember the cartoonist somebody i knew but they had you know everybody does all that animation work and you never see it they were doing backgrounds and they made a zine of all their backgrounds. So like there's so much story implied there, but it sounds like you'd get that feeling if you're like looking through like, I don't know, empty grocery stores or right. something like that, where it's just like, oh, yeah, I, I, I dig that kind of stuff. Like I'm, I'm a fan of that. The kids call it liminal spaces these days, man. I, I, I wonder what you mean about like them going out of business because like I search for like a reference of like all these kind of poses and to have it at hand. I know what you're saying, but it's just the competition for that now is just so cheap fast and digital it ain't fast well maybe not fast but i mean it's faster than me going on a plane to to this convention and finding like oh convenience stores you know like it's much faster and cheaper now with a google search and i realize that may not be ideal but it's probably the future of that yeah or I, the present of it even you know you like here's the thing i'm though. with you i dig this stuff but right. i think it's a small market that digs it so these people they like a lot of times they'll trace backgrounds right yeah and like you need a very specific kind of shot and like they're giving you every angle of every shot so like try searching for that exact shot with that yeah, exact yeah. perspective like they cater to it man right the trade-off though being is is price and maybe you want some variation from if yeah that's the, if, every, if that market gets smaller and smaller then pretty soon it's like we're all shopping in the same convenience every yeah, story it, in a convenience store is in this convenience store absolutely it just feels like that's one of those it, it's interesting I, I dig it it's yeah. real interesting yeah but there it is man i just laid out the greatest independent comic convention in the world dare i say the greatest comic convention in the world man, and it a, sounds like paradise a non-stop a one-stop shop for all your comics making needs uh, enjoyed by a bunch of people who have no profit motive, who are just making comics for the love of comics and have the professional acumen to sort of back it up. But if you wanted to become a professional cartoonist, guess what? The editors of all your favorite magazines are there on hand waiting to get a copy of your doujinshi and talk with you. 
Yeah, it's interesting because it, it does offer like again thinking of an industry that's one more path to professional in that industry it is totally and you know like my boy Aki said man uh the the health of a medium or a culture is gauged by the participation level of the amateurs mm. and the amateur level of participation in japan when it comes to making comics is bigger than you you can even fucking imagine you know if seven hundred thousand people come through comicette what is that 50,000 makers, you know, 20, 20, 30, like th that's a lot of people making comics. It really is. It's, it's, it's so much to chew on. It's fascinating to think of from a lot of different angles. And I love that part about the health of that industry is the amateurs that are participating. And I often think like, I want people to make comics here that aren't aspiring to be professionals, but are doing it because the same reason you might go out on the weekends and paint. Exactly. Because it feels good, you love it, you have something you want to say, and this is the medium that you love. And that's all right, that's great. Like, it's comics. They can accommodate this, you know, right. use them that way. So, very cool, man. What a report. Yes, yes. And uh, maybe in the future, if not 2023, sometime in the future, we'll participate in Comitia one time. I would love to participate in something like that. Like, yeah. like I would love to go there as a fan, but it would be really cool to sit behind a table in a, in a place like that. It coincided with Tokyo Comic-Con. On that day, I've said it on several videos, on that day, there were three comic book conventions happening. Tokyo Comic-Con, Comitia, and another festival that celebrated international comics uh, beyond just Marvel-type shit. On the same day, you know what I mean? In, in one city, big city, but one city uh, none, nonetheless. And we can do something out there. Like, we can... Go have a table at Tokyo Comic-Con on like a Saturday. Because that's what Adi Granoff does. He just does one day. We could get a table there on like a Saturday. And then do Comitia on the next day. You know, it's the same train going out. And, and Comitia is three stops short of uh, Tokyo Comic-Con. Um, Any sense of like volume that these people are doing? Like how much do you ship there? How much do you have to print? Or, you know, are these yeah. the kind of things you can print small quantities, get a, get a box or two cases of books there? Like, like so many questions. When, when they when they are there selling, they don't have very many, but I think the Dojinchi, uh, the printing presses, they, they'll do a thousand. You know, there'll be a thousand of like one run. But we interviewed Takashi Okazaki. There were 200 Afro Samurai comics. Uh, before it started popping off, man, there was the doujinshi, and then his friend made a toy, a little vinyl figure, and uh, that is what some like m American business yeah. dude saw and was like, "We could make something with this." Wow! Yeah, amazing. Yeah, wow. man. These comics that we make, man, are, are business cards. It's exciting stuff, Ed. It feels like that's another, yet another frontier direction. Things to put on that to-do list on the comics uh, dream list. You want to live a full comics life. Add this to your list of places to go, destinations, it, things to do. It was important to go out there. It Heck is important yeah. to go out there to spend a month in a place where you do legitimately see people reading comics on the train. I've seen it. Like it's it's infects the whole culture. It's a big drawing culture, and comics are respected uh, unlike they are anywhere else. Um, it's nice to to visit that utopia every now and again, and the intention is to go back there on an annual basis, man. Kayfabers, we have a Patreon out there that you could support the, the Cartoonist Kayfabe channel. We have a lot of uh, ideas for the channel and need the capital to, to, to do it, man. So uh, take a look at the Patreon, see what level you're comfortable uh, supporting the channel, and you get a, a lot of uh, incentives uh, for doing so, especially people who are in the chat room right now watching us record these videos live. They got to jump on the Kayfabe effect uh, on everything we talk about because they get the videos before anybody else. 
Like, follow, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the bell. We'll notify you when new vids are available. Jimmy, tell the people what's out there. Street Angel, Deadly Squirrel Live, The Plain Janes, and Hulk Grand Design are my latest books. They're in stores now or coming very soon. So pick those up if you don't have them on your shelf already. And join me on patreon.com slash jimrug where you can see more of my original art and comics and process. And you can download some of my out-of-print zines and mini-comics. You guys see the bibliography right here. Red Room is the current passion project that I'm working on these days. Murder on the Dark Web for Fun and Profit is the name of the game. And uh, there are two trades out. Anti-Social Network and Red Room Trigger Warnings. Um, but I'm working on a third and I'm serializing that material on my own patreon right now hit up the link tree in the description below this video you can get to uh, all my links order the comics hit up the patreon all that good stuff jimmy what else do we have out there man subscribe to the cartoonist kayfabe newsletter at the links below the video you can also find cartoonist kayfabe t-shirts merchandise hats coffee mugs uh fanny pack stickers all kinds of stuff at our spread shop that link is also below the video another great way to support the cartoonist kayfabe channel given those marching orders jim will be on our way make more manga